everybody deserves a lazy day, but not all the time. We need to be eating healthy. We need to fuel our body. We need to be able to give back to it because it gives so much to us. Yo, yo, friend. Hope you're having an awesome week. And I hope that your week has been full of amazing treats and goodies and stuffing and ham or turkey. But also, even if you're internationally, guys, this weekend, please have a little something, something. Have a little treats, some wine, some beverages. Do your thing because, guys, we need to live a little. We need to be enjoying, resting, recharging, and spending quality time with some of our favorite people in our lives. Because at the end of the day, if we are workaholics, like I know a lot of us are, I know a lot of us are, this is the Ambitious and Fit podcast. Guys, we need to make sure that we take a step back, we recharge, we rest, and we be with some of the greatest people in our lives, whether it's our spouse, our partner, or our family, or even our friends, or even just your fur babies. Like, come on. We need to give some love to them too. And so I hope that you have had a really good week of full recharging. I hope that that's been the case, but I'm so happy we get to spend time in each other's earbuds today. Y'all, we are going so strong with the two episodes per week. This is insane. November was crazy, challenging, amazing, all at the same time. And you know what? I was talking with my producer, and we're going to go ahead and double down in December, too. We're going to do two episodes in December, and I really do want to know, are you guys liking the two episodes? Would you prefer to go back to one episode per week? Is there a specific day that you guys like it on? Please send me a DM on Instagram, at Michelle underscore Stallingsfit, and I want to be able to learn what you guys are liking, what you want to hear more of, of on the podcast in general. I would absolutely love to help you guys with that. So in general, I am just so pumped because I'm personally feeling a lot more recharged. I mentioned in the last episode that I've been taking uh, two weeks off and it's of course included some creativity, some, you know, creation of, you know, posts and working with new clients and a couple of things here and there. And Tony and I also went on a trip. And so it was just a very short, sweet trip, but it was just nice for us to be able to get a, a little getaway in too. And I'm just kind of feeling rejuvenated and play implementing play in my life. And that's really hard for us recovering workaholics, if you know what I mean. So I just hope that you have also had that too. And guys, it is Black Friday and I cannot believe this. I cannot be more excited for this round of the Ambitious of Fit 16-week program. The girls that I have chatted with earlier this week, they're going all in on their goals. They're so passionate. They're so committed. And I know that they're going to see outstanding results in no time today. And this weekend is the last chance to take advantage of the $250 off of the program. And I am on a mission to help as many incredible driven women achieve and maintain the body of their dreams without sacrificing their work, personal, social life, anything like that. And I honestly, I have to be upfront. I was even giving a presentation on things that motivate me or some of my biggest drivers in life. And honestly, seeing you guys succeed, it's how I succeed and it gives me life. It's why I love what I do. I was talking to a couple of my clients even um, just earlier today, and 
they achieve some of the best wins possible during the holidays and they are achieving some amazing results but yet still eating the foods that they love had a full incredible day on Thanksgiving and it was just it was just unreal. So you guys, it's just so great. And so this Black Friday sale for the Ambitious Infant Program is not going to come around again until next year. So if you are interested in finally getting fit, feeling so good and confident in your skin, finally, I mean... And starting it in the holiday season, who else, who else but ambitious and fit women start their fitness journey in the middle of the freaking holidays? Nobody. Like, let's just say we are the ones that are always doing things that nobody else does. And we're starting it in the middle of the holiday season before people even start their New Year's resolutions. Like that is insane. But at the same time, we're all about achieving, right? We are overachievers. I know that we are in general, but now is the time to do it. It's doing it ourselves and just, you know, doing it for us and setting ourselves up for success in 2022. So I give the exact blueprint for your body with nutrition, workouts, accountability. I do not let you fail. I am at the point where I'm the tough sister, best friend, where I'm just like, absolutely not. We are sticking to this and we are going to work through it together. And so I just make sure that you're successful on your journey. And if you do want to be able to chat through your goals, learn more about just the program in general, send me a quick DM on Instagram with the words Black Friday and we can chat more. So again, we just have the next three to four days. So you can apply by November 30th to take advantage of the $250 off for Black Friday. So apply by November 30th. It's not coming back again until next year. So I warned you. I warned you. I told you. But in general, guys, I am pumped because we are talking about seven habits that are absolutely going to change your life, just as they have done for me and for so many others. So let's go ahead and jump in. So number one is one you guys know I'm going to preach until the cows come home, but number one is building a morning routine. So talking about habits that completely change your life, this one is the most essential in my opinion. This could even be building a morning routine, which is 15... 30 or even one hour in your morning. We're talking 4% of your life, less than 4%. We're talking two to 4% of your day and having a solid morning routine. It's helping you be able to accomplish something before the day even gets started. So building a morning routine is going to be key. So I at least want to map out what my morning routine looks like just to give you a little bit of peek behind the curtain. But I personally wake up 4.30 or 5 a.m. each morning, especially during the weekdays. And what I do is I go, I roll out of bed. I'm really quick to make sure that I'm out of bed as soon as possible, which we'll talk about here in a second go in and I grab my workout clothes. I read my devotional. I make sure to take the extra 30 seconds for that because it just helps me get my mindset in the right place before I go move my body. I go work out or I hop on the Peloton. And then once I'm done with that, I come home, I wake up the dogs, I wake up Tony. It just has a feeling of just love and quality time with my family. Even just in those two minutes, I go, I make my breakfast. I make the entire family breakfast feed the dogs. And then what I do is I just, I journal. I journal for about two to three minutes. It's just a one page, but I empty out all of my thoughts. 
all of the thoughts that I've had, all the aspirations that I want to do. I visualize what I want in my future and I just get really excited about the day. It gears me up. So then once Tony is out of bed and the dogs are out of the bed because they totally take my spot. They take my spot. The moment I get up in the morning, both of them are just like all up on dad. They're like, let's make dad a taco and let's sleep in. And uh, I mean, Tony and I have opposite schedules just to highlight that. He works out after work and I work out before. So just a quick highlight if you're like, wait a sec, you all don't work out together? No, I, I'm the psychotic person that started waking up in the morning and going to go work out. But once they're out of the bed, I then make my bed. And this is similar to the book that's actually called Make Your Bed, a University of Texas commencement speech. I think it's uh, Lieutenant or Captain Williams something. But the Make Your Bed book, it's a small digestible read. It's very, very good. I highly recommend that you guys read it. But it starts with that overall concept of making your bed. It starts with achieving something and starting your day right with you finding results and accomplishing something. And so once I make the bed, I enjoy my coffee. I step outside for a moment. I just breathe and then I go straight into my work day. And so overall, I would say that's about including my workout about two hours, but if I didn't include my workout, that's maybe maximum 45 minutes. And I choose to delay that out a little bit because my morning routine, it gives me so much grace and happiness in my soul. And I'm a control freak, so it makes me feel like I'm actually in control of my morning. So building a morning routine, it gears you up, it gets your mindset in the right spot. And honestly, waking up super early too, if I could give you any advice, I would highly recommend doing that. If you have kids, a partner, if you, I mean, all of you are ambitious women, so literally you guys have jobs where people are emailing you or they need something from you or calling you. You waking up really early, And when I say really early, but you waking up early, even at 6 a.m., most people aren't up at 6 a.m. We're the one percenters, right? So there's something so beautiful about waking up when the world is still asleep and you feel like you are on top of the world because nobody wants anything from you. You are in full control. You are the one that is setting up your day. You are framing up your day to be successful and being proactive versus retroactively handling everything in the chaos that's hitting you later on in the day, right? So if I could give you any big pieces here is that number one is to build a morning routine. This is something Tony Robbins says, Dean Graziosi, so many individuals that are successful in this world, they Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg wakes up at 3 a.m. I'm like, whoa, he's like fully one-upping me there. And I absolutely love him. But I would just simply say that building a morning routine has been the biggest, most life-changing habit that you can do on a daily basis. So number two is starting with the most difficult task first. I I don't know if you've heard the expression, eat the frog. I recently heard that. I think it was like six months ago where one uh, one of my friends was like, oh yeah, it's like eating the frog. And I was like, what the what? Eating the frog. But anyways, doing the most difficult task first. So This is something I'm currently even working on is because I am such an achiever. I'm such a to-do list person. Hello, Enneagram 3 is out there. If you are like me, we are all about, you know, checking things off of our list. And so I even like knocking out the really quick things. That way I can start feeling like I have some momentum before I get to the big things. But at the same time, though, guys, it's better that we actually start the difficult task first. And because it's probably our top priority. 
It, honestly, it's probably the most me- needle moving thing, difficult thing, the thing that gets us out of our comfort zone. And we need to start knocking that out first because that will then give us the achievement and the champion feeling afterwards. Right. And it's helping us also gear up towards things that we are very uncomfortable with. It gets us out of our comfort zone right at the very beginning. So, a life changing habit is starting with the most difficult thing first and then working your way down because it just has so much mental strength behind it. Number three, I've already kind of touched on a little bit, but it's journaling and gratitude. So, Whenever I am journaling, I would say journaling was actually pretty hard for me in the beginning because I just didn't really know what I wanted to write in my journal. And so something that really helped me was I had listened to a podcast talking about some prompts on how you would start your journaling or start writing things out just to kind of get your brain going. It had mentioned, just write down, first off, write down what are five things that you're grateful for. What are five specific things? Not just like, you know, my husband and, you know, my dogs and our health and all that stuff. And those things are very wonderful too, but be so specific. I am, I am so thankful or grateful for a warm bed to sleep in. I'm so thankful that I have a vehicle to drive to work or to drive to the gym. I am so thankful that I woke up today. I mean, how special is that? You literally woke up today. God chose you or the universe chose you to wake up today when so many others didn't. You know, so starting off with five things that you're grateful for, but then shifting into what are you looking forward to in the day? What are you looking forward to in the day? And then even shifting to then saying, what do you want to accomplish today? Or what's one thing that you can do today to help you get closer to your goals? And then lastly, what's on your mind? Dump it out. Just literally write it out. There's something so special of putting a hand to a paper or even writing in the notes of your phone if you're very tech savvy and that's just the where you have everything and you're better at typing versus writing. I totally get that. From typing all the freaking time, I'm a master typer in writing. I tend to actually write in cursive and I all of a sudden find myself writing in cursive and print and then also wanting to type and it's just, you know, all the things. My hand starts cramping up. I don't know if you guys are like that. If you ever write like a handwritten note, because I know a lot of us are going to be writing notes for, um, you know, upcoming Christmas gifts or maybe you got something for your birthday or Thanksgiving or even just saying you're grateful for somebody and like writing out notes to everybody. My hand cramps up so fast. And so anyways, we're definitely in a new age here, but making sure that we are journaling and being intentional and opening up our mind, implementing this habit because it it almost unlocks a part of our brain that just, you know, the rest of our brain is staying in the motions, doing what we always do day to day, but journaling and gratitude, it just unlocks this feeling of, wow, I have so much to be grateful for. I have so much amazing things going on in my life, even if you're going through some some shit right now. I mean, we're cussing on, we cuss on the Ambitious to Fit podcast, we're doing it. You're going through, through some shit right now. But having that shift to the mindset, instead of how bad things are going or what life is doing to you, what is life doing for you? What are you grateful for? What is one thing you can do today that will take you further? What's, what's something that just was a download in your brain that you have to write down, that you have to get out of your mind, right? 
So journaling and gratitude is number three. Number four is the five second rule. This is from Mel Robbins, her book. It's excellent. Um, but the concept is the five second rule. So it's uh, think of it like a, a rocket launcher or we're seeing, you know, SpaceX going into the into the sky like an Elon Musk or, you know, NASA. And the, the concept here is that you are launching into you know, either getting up out of bed or making a decision. So a good example of this is that whenever you're first waking up, if you're a snoozer, this is going to be difficult for you guys, but I definitely challenge you in general. But there is the five second rule where the moment that you wake up, don't second guess yourself. Don't contemplate snoozing. Don't all of a sudden say, oh, I'll get up in five minutes or, oh, I'm going to sleep in today. No, the five second rule is counting down from five to one and launching yourself out of bed. So then it would be five, four, three, two, one, boom, you're out of bed. You're actually getting up. You're moving. You're making that decision. And then doing the same thing for just making decisions in general. I I mean, I'll be up front. I can sometimes be a very indecisive person. I am also a people pleaser. So it's kind of like the two things there. I'm sure you're like grinning on your end because maybe you might be the same way. You might be, maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, especially on Friday nights. So we always have uh, one of our best friends over. His name is Mike. And we have him come over on Fridays. It's just like our our friend night or our family night that we call it. We get some of our favorite foods. We do a cheat meal. We watch a movie. If we haven't watched everything on Amazon, Netflix, or all that stuff. P.S. Red Notice, great movie. You need to watch it. Absolutely, for sure. I love me some Ryan Reynolds, some Gal Gadot, and some Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Love it. Hands down, you need to go watch it. But Whenever they come over, they always turn to me and they're always like, what should we get for dinner tonight, Michelle? And I'm like, uh, and, and like, it's just because I want to make sure that they enjoy it too. And I can always adjust for my fitness goals. Any restaurant, you can even ask any of my clients, any restaurant that you go to, you can make it of a healthier nature. Even if it's an Italian restaurant, you guys can make it of a healthier nature or go all in because it's your 20% or your 15%. You're diving in hard and you're living a little. But anyways, though, I have had to get in the habit of even during these times when I need to make a decision, I have to tell myself, okay, I'm going to make a decision in five, four, three, two, one, boom, we're doing this. And they're like, whoa, where did this chick come from? And I'm like, it's a daily habit that we have to implement. Make a decision in less than five seconds. way you don't have to be indecisive. Being indecisive is a waste of, is a waste of time. Again, this is something I'm working on. So I'm same as you, but I definitely would challenge you to implement this rule on a day-to-day basis. If you're at work or you're at the gym, five, four, three, two, one, boom, you're making the decision. Make the decision. This is a great and easy practice to be able to do that. Number five is for healthy habits that are changing your life, make sure you eat healthy and exercise often. Obviously, this is the Ambitious and Fit podcast. We talk about all things fitness, female empowerment, mindset, all of the above. But eating healthy and exercising often, y'all, you eating, it's your food, your water, your movement, all of that reflects on how well your day is going to go. Who else has, especially during 2020 and the quarantine, who else has literally been at home all freaking day 
you go from your bed to your living room or to your office or wherever and you eat breakfast at your desk or on the couch and then you watch TV, you're a slug, you didn't even eat very well that day and then all of a sudden you're not motivated, you go back to bed and that's just it. Like, come on, you didn't eat healthy, you didn't move your body that kind of day. I mean, everybody deserves a good lazy Sunday, a good lazy day in general. I'm even going to be hopefully taking one probably after I stuff my face for Thanksgiving. That's probably going to happen. Everybody deserves a lazy day, but not all the time. We need to be eating healthy. We need to fuel our body. We need to be able to give back to it because it gives so much to us. And so eating healthy, exercising often, we have to implement that habit on a daily basis. I'm not saying go go crazy where you know you need to eat chicken, rice, and green beans every single meal, every single day, or a salad, or you need to go work out seven days a week and you need to drink five gallons of water. No, 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 no. We're not saying that. What I'm saying though is at least 80% of the time you're eating healthier meals, which can also taste really freaking good. Again, ask my clients. I am not all about, I am so against if it doesn't taste good, it doesn't enter your body. So I'm just throwing that out there. But eat some nutrient-dense foods and meals Drink maybe a good starting point is three-fourths to a gallon of water per day. So if you think about it, that's about three to four, three to four Starbucks tumblers or Yetis. Easy. Especially if you do some chug dates. I do chug dates with my clients all the freaking time. I send them a quick text message and I'm like, drink up. We're doing it. And then moving your body, come on, I work on, I, I personally, for my goals and the things that I am doing in my level right now, I work out five days a week. Five days a week, two rest days. You don't have to go crazy. You can achieve the most incredible results in three to four days, right? Spreading them out, enjoying. But like you implementing the habit of exercising, eating well, fueling your body, you feel like a million bucks. I even just talked to one of my clients um, earlier this week and she was like, this is the best I've ever felt in my entire life. This is a girl who was eating over 5,000 calories per day of just pure shit, like just awful. And she was like, I have always dealt with skin problems and I've always dealt with this. I had another client that... She ate out at restaurants all the time because she of her job and how she worked and everything. She's choosing a couple of meal prep services for her lifestyle. She's now cooking a little bit at home. But when we say that she's cooking, we're talking like the crock pot is cooking. We're not talking like she's cooking. And she's doing minimal things there. But all I'm saying is that she feels like a superwoman. And honestly, with the things that she does in her work, she is superwoman. Like it's just, it's giving back to your body. And that's what's so important because it is what helps lead you to getting more money, becoming more fit, you know, being the best version of yourself in terms of your attitude and your mindset. So just keep that in mind. So then at number six is set boundaries. So the daily habit that changes your life is set boundaries. This is another one I've had to work on because again, like I told you, I'm a people pleaser, but setting boundaries is so important. Making sure that you are finding out and really being clear with yourself on what you're willing to put up with and what you're not. So a great example is for, you know, when it comes to work. I fully agree that, you know, if you are easily accessible to your email, I think that's great. If you're able to respond pretty quickly, that's awesome. But at the end of the day, if you are responding to emails 24-7, you are literally living your work. 
So give yourself some boundaries. Set yourself some boundaries in terms of I'm not going to look at my email between 6 and 9 p.m. at night or 7 and 9 p.m. at night. I'm going to not look at them on the weekends or, uh, you know, that's more so of a work-related boundary. Or if you're feeling super exhausted and you are drained and you are burnt out, set the boundary of saying, no, I can't take this on my plate right now and here's why. You know what? Sometimes you don't even have to say why, you know, and that's when it comes to your family, especially guys for the family, families for holidays. I have to acknowledge and I love my family. I love Tony's family. I love everybody in general, but as I think everybody can agree with this. Family vacations are not really vacations. It's, it's, you get to spend time with each other and you have time off, but yet it's not you fully recharging you still have an obligation, right? And that's okay. And that's okay. I love being with my family. I love being fully integrated in everything. I personally cannot wait for Christmas because I'm just so excited to see my niece and my sister and, you know, spend time with Tony's family and my family. Like, it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be so good. But do I need to recharge afterwards and have a vacation for my vacation? Absolutely. Am I going to need to do that? And I'm sure you're the same way, right? So setting those boundaries of I'm going to go and spend, you know, six hours or five hours with that with that family. We're going to take a, a breather. We're going to recharge. We're going to go back and be with our dogs for a little bit and then go spend some time with the other part of the family. You know, making sure to have those boundaries. That's pretty applicable for the holidays coming up. But your boundaries could even be as simple as setting your boundary of saying no. No is a full sentence. No is okay to say. And I've personally had to deal with this a bit because I have to realize that I would say yes to things when really I didn't want to go in the first place. It was the inner gut feeling of like, ew, I don't want to go. I This is not going to serve me with this friend, with this family member, with this anything. Like I it just, it's a full body no, but yet somehow yes just flew out of my mouth. And I have to remember that I need to set boundaries by being okay with saying no, being okay with saying no, and and rebuttaling by saying, let's do something later. Let's do something at a later time. Or, you know, not right now, but I'm, I'm really excited to be able to hang out in the future at some point. You can do that. You can say that. That's okay. That's okay. Especially when it comes to your fitness journey, if, if somebody is wanting to, you know, have a full food and wine festival for you for three days straight and, it, you know, you guys are consuming all of these unhealthy foods and all of this stuff, I mean, a little bit here and there is great. Moderation is fantastic. And again, you can, you can have the best fitness results even with still living your life right? And still enjoying all those foods. I am super duper pumped for my mother-in-law's sweet potatoes with marshmallow on top. And um, we have these little sausage balls. There's puppy chow. There's all these things. Uh, I'm going head first into all that. But it's okay for you to say no if someone is wanting you to do it for a whole week straight. It's okay for you. I mean, who can even, who even wants to do that? You feel like crap afterwards. You know what I mean? Like all of us are in like a Thanksgiving food coma for a whole freaking week. Like it's okay to say no. If it's not serving you, it's okay to say no. So make sure that you're setting good boundaries with your friends, your family, your work, what your social life, set boundaries, set boundaries because then it gives freedom and gives you just a life and your living and doing it right. 
okay? So set boundaries. Number seven is focus on what you can control, not what you can't. For control freaks like you and I, most of you probably, I think honestly, girl, I think you and I are probably the same in this, but focus on what you can control, not what you can't. I am a control freak. Whenever somebody else is in the driver's seat in in life or in anything in general, I tend to like want to be like, ah, let's do this. Or, you know, if I, if somebody else is in control in general, it's not my favorite thing in the whole world. That's another reason why I also like going places versus, um, I love hosting. I love, love, love hosting. I can't wait to do that in our new house, but I will definitely say that I do like the ability to, you know, leave whenever we're able to, or I, I like being able to control the situation in some way, but you can't do that all the time. You can't, well, actually you really can't do that like 70% of the time. So we need to focus on what we can control um, versus what we can't. You can't control other people's emotions. You can't control the things that other people are going through. You can't control some of the things that are happening in the world. You can, you can give back and, and be a part of something, but you can't co- literally control what's going on right? You are subject to all of that. But what you can control is how you treat others. You can control your words and actions. You can control how you handle your feelings, how you react to things, how you're communicating. You also, biggest piece here, especially for my clients, for the people that are doing the 16-week program that are on a fitness journey of any sort, or you're trying to get promoted at work, or you're trying to do something in your life that is uncomfortable and it's the unknown and the uncertainty is real, what you can control is the amount of effort that you put in. It's the amount of effort that you put towards something. That's huge because at the end of the day, what you put in is what you get. What you put in is what you get. It's It's almost like the law of attraction. I fully believe that that's real. So if you put everything in and you are consistent and you show up, that thing that you want, that thing that you want, it's going to come. It might take some time, but it's going to come. So, and the thing that you can control is the amount of work that you put in. So in general, you guys, remember that the quality of your future, it depends on your daily habits. It depends on the things that you are doing day by day. And if you want to change your life, even 1% each day, start with your habits. Start with your habits. Do it for you. Do these small things. These things that we've talked about, y'all, they are either mental or things you can do in less than 30 minutes or even less than five minutes. Come on. We have 24 hours in a day. We have the same 24 hours as Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Mark Wahlberg, Tony Robbins. We have the same 24 hours. It's us to decide on how we spend them and how we are changing our life because we deserve the best. You and I, we deserve, we're going places. We are going, we are doing things. We are going to become the absolute best versions of ourselves. That way, whenever it is the end of our life, we're going to go up to where, to the universe or to the pearly gates up in heaven. And we're going to be able to meet the person that we could have become. And we're going to be twins. That is the thing that I'm using as my fuel today, the end of the year and into 2022 is I non-negotiable am going all in for myself, for myself, for my family everything in general in everything that I do. Cause even another thing is sometimes how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I'm going all in on everything. Are you? 
Are we able to do this together? Please tell me we can do this together. Send me a DM on Instagram. Please just send me a DM on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings Fit and let me know that we're in this together. You and I, we're doing this. We're going all in on our goals and we are going to have the end of 2021 and 2022 become the absolute best years of our lives. And again, if you want to take advantage of the Black Friday deal for the $250 off of the 16-week program, send me a DM with the words Black Friday and I would love for us to chat more because again, this is not coming around until next year. But y'all, that's a wrap and I hope that this was helpful. Y'all, I hope that it gave you some ideas of some new habits to implement as we are ending the year and going into the new year. But happy holidays. I love you so much and I cannot wait to see you guys in the next episode. Hey there, hope you love the episode. If so, and you want to share it with your friends, take a screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings Fit. I love knowing which episodes are your favorite. And I also just want to tell you, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Love you guys so much and catch it in the next episode.